Shut up and sit down. This is the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. Hello guys, welcome back to another Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. We Tony's not feeling the best, so we'll take it easy on him today. He's got a nice week, nice week cup there. Is that, did your cup just say fabulous? Yeah, it does. It says fabulous, mum. It's my mum's <laughs> cup. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you can read that. The fucking the webcam's dirty enough. There, you I know. See. I know. I don't. I don't even want to ask why your webcam's dirty, Tony. It's not that I'm run down or anything. I'm just fucking for anybody listening that actually cares about training. I take about a week off every four to six weeks now with the new coach, and his plan is to literally drill you, and then you get a week off because you're so fucking busted. So. It, it, we're at week ooh, 14 or 15 now so this is the third week off in like three or four months and I've been sweet every time I took a week off I've been like oh do we need this and then this one he made me take off and it literally feels like somebody beat me off a baseball bat it just everything hurts and then I just fucking obviously the stomach was in bits but I still got my meals and all in but I just I don't know I actually haven't felt like I was on a long time after training but it, he said apparently that's what you're supposed to but it does make sense because then you're you're just bringing yourself to exhaustion and then just coming back but I think that time maybe it touched too much volume is uh is your calorie still the same yeah the exact same fuck that's going against the co- grain that normally normally most coaches would be able to think of slightly drop them no See, I wouldn't either because I think it's like I don't actually understand coaches that drop calories on rest days like drastically because yeah. you actually only recover on your rest days. Like I'm only recovering on my deload, so technically this week I need the food more than ever. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Whereas that general conscious is you do less, you should get less. Yeah, but just because you're not training that one day, where do you think you're recovering on them sessions? So whatever you're eating on the day, you're you're eating for the session and then after that you're eating for every other session do you know what I mean if that makes sense yeah like the carb loading for, for yeah well, you're just people. recovering like yeah. it's like you see GAA players and they'll eat the most amount of carbs well they should the day before the match yeah I and not not, uh, yeah. not after yeah. do you know what I mean it doesn't make any sense yeah I was like I actually looked at a thing the other day about how how GAA players normally do it differently they start eating the carbs just before the match instead of the night before and the day before yeah, well, the, if you had the carbs on Thursday night and your match is Saturday morning, the carbs, if you're doing very little Friday, the carbs still sitting you, so you can carb load over a couple of days if needed. Like, yeah, you top it up. Yeah, exactly. So why wouldn't you, instead of just cramming fuckloads of food down your gob last minute and then giving yourself stress and a load of other issues to deal with? But it's just because it's that approach of, like, even for even for fitness, like the gym, it's that, like, oh, well, this coach gives low calories and rest is, so that must be right because he's very good. It's like if I started preaching that that was the way to do it, you would hear people start doing it, do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, I've always said that about it. Now we're going down a rabbit hole here, but like, people go all, like, they all, like, regurgitate each other's, you know, each other's talk, each other's methods, each other's everything. But that's what... In a, in a way health and fitness is it's regurgitation because it always it only comes from one point and you yeah. can nearly trace it back to maybe five or six really like the top top guys and then someone takes his and changes the smallest wee amount and then another person just takes theirs and copies it word for word 
Yeah, plain and simple. That's just, that's it. Like, it's There's just a case of like passing it down, like a lot of people are, and then it's just the problem with it. It's just all your opinions. I've, yeah. I know we went down a rabbit hole here, but the topic for today was actually supposed to be why pain isn't always a bad thing. I, I quite like this, to be honest. Yeah, well, like, it's I I don't when we were talking. We, so me and Tony kind of buzz about and fire each other topics during the weeks, and then last night uh, I fired over a few topic ideas. And then Tony hits back with a few, but we the one why pain isn't always a bad thing kind of hit home with us because yeah. we both I I think well I take it we're both from the same kind of cloth that you know change isn't always easy and change can be a hard thing and that's why some people don't make changes or don't you know make you know sort of change sort of movement and what they do because they're afraid of that kind of initial pain or hurt. Not physical, of course, but yeah. But even like uh, relating it back to the gym, like that physical pain in the gym—that's the only way you grow. And I think as a person, you do really just grow for adversity or or issues. Like a lot of people will obviously say that mental health is massive during lockdown. I do agree with that. But a lot of people, yes, there will be some people that really will struggle with mental health, and I get that. But there's some people that will come out the other side actually very mentally resilient. So it it isn't always a bad thing. It depends on the character and depends on where you're at before that. Yeah, I think the, I think from the last lockdown, a lot of people really, they found out a lot about themselves, and they did find out that they needed to fix certain things, like like working a nine to five, or, or worse, like working nine to fucking do working twelve hour days, masking the fact that you have a shit home life. Yeah. Um, throwing yourself at work, throwing yourself in the gym every hour of the day, or throwing yourself into into whatever you did, and you're really just putting a bandage over a problem that you had in another part of your life but when lockdown happened people were stuck in their houses with not much else to do except for going their walks and stuff it really yeah. it really hit home that there was issues that they needed yeah. to address yeah I love that analogy did you ever hear it's like putting a plaster over a bullet wound oh yeah 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 yeah, or, or, it's, 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 it looks like it's going to do a load of good but it does fuck all I thought moment. you were going to do a plumbing analogy there it's been a while no, I've been keeping them in bed. They'll come back. They'll come back. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, I, no, I I couldn't agree more. I think it's that whole thing of like with a pain for it. You not that you like. I don't love that quote. You know, you you don't grow from comfort zones. I do get that, but a case of I just it's overused, so it doesn't really have any impact. But that idea that pain is needed, like. Like me and Con have talked about this before. It's that short term pain for long term pleasure. Like anything yeah. that you really want will take short-term pain like yeah. whatever it's you if you want a promotion that working an extra couple of hours working harder and then long term you'll reap the benefits and it's it's whether or not you're willing to have that short-term pain or whether you want short-term pleasure for long-term pain you know if you have that fucking pizza every fucking two nights you don't cook your meals you're being a lazy fucker then you have to deal with the long-term pain you know that like your sex life your confidence other areas you're like so it's the same with your family life like if you're not willing to put like you might be wrecked tired from coming in from work and you cannot be arsed having a cup of tea with your dad or your mom and filling them in about your day but in six months a year down the line when you come in and actually want a conversation they're gonna be like oh don't talk to that fucker he's a moody cunt joe and that Uh, that long-term disconnection with your family is that worth is that worth that, do you know what I mean, for your short-term pleasure of just not having to talk? It's that trade-off, I think, and everything. Yeah, well, yeah. The pain that... When we say pain, like, we we don't mean physical or... You no, know, sacrifice is a pain. No. Excuse me. Just in case people are wondering what, why we keep saying the word pain. But, like, sacrifice, as Tony said before there, that's a pain. You know, 
Um, and I do believe because uh, uh, you and Con have touched on it, and I think the podcast you did here about yes. the the short term for the long term benefits, and I that, that was actually the part of the of the podcast that hit home most of me because technically that's what you know if you think about it, if someone does like twenty weeks for yourself, it's a short term thing in the in the sense of the rest of their lives. Yeah, absolutely. It's the, it's the same everything. It's like Joe, I love that that analogy of like short term pain. Like not the analogy, but the idea of this. This is always the one that really to me. Like short term pain of not going out in a night out because you want to save for a holiday. Like like you're gonna get seven full days away rather than just a night out where you're gonna be dying the next day. For me, that always went up. So I always end up going on holidays and saving. But that you do get that short term like like fear of missing out. But yeah. I don't actually value that, and I think sometimes it's 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 actually tough to think about it. But it does it does make a lot of sense and everything. Yeah, I FOMO is a real thing. Like some people do, some people suffer really bad from FOMO. Um, I've never suffered much from it because I normally would be very free spirited and choose what I want to do when I want to do it. But people do suffer so much from it they can't really. I would have. Yeah. People can't uh, definitely like they can't differentiate. You know, as you said, you're saving for a holiday, saving for a car. Have to you know have to stay in this week. Have to. People just don't. Uh... But it comes down to also where you're at. You know, are you are you ready to make sacrifices? Because some people, like you know yourself, people come to you for training, and when you do your questionnaires or talk to them, you soon realize that you're not ready for this. You're not ready for this 12, 14, 16 weeks. You know, yeah. and they think, oh, I'm ready to make changes, and then they're, but then they start throwing obstacles in the way. Because I know, because I, I would have done that in the past. You start going, yeah, but I work loads now. Or, uh, yeah, I don't know if I can get to the gym four times a week, five times a week, but like, I would, uh, I'll just, uh, like, uh, I'll just walk more. And you're like, well, no, we, no, we need to, you know, you need to make, commit to this. It's not just, it's not yeah. an easy thing. And I think a lot of people, I think it's, it's, it's in us all. It's the same as the accountability. I spoke to a guy. Uh, two nights ago who's was asking about training with you to me weirdly and he goes uh, he's good with every other aspect of his life except for accountability and that's always been his problem because he's so hard to keep accountable to himself yeah. and that's, he goes, that's his issue he goes he knows fuck all about training but someone tells him to do something to the T he'll do it to the T but he's like it's accountability fact where I need someone to be on my arse all the but time I- yeah, but I think that's everything. Like that's why yeah. I, I have a business mentor, I have a mindset mentor, I have a coach for things. Like the short term pain there is, I have to pay that person. The long term pleasure is that one, I'm going to end up in a far better position with business yeah. mindset and my body because short term pain, I have to have money over long term pleasures. I'm going to reap the benefits of it. And I think some people just can't deal with that short term pain of having to work an extra shift to get the money to have to do that extra bit of work. Yeah. Like, and I think it's even whenever you go back to like the nights out it's i always i it all this is a, like this always was me like i used to be like friday night i used to be like fuck i'm missing out and then i would go out friday and i would go out saturday and then sunday monday tuesday wednesday i would just feel like shit yeah and, and it was like you're literally you're literally and i would just be like why did i even bother going out and it would, you would end up just repeating this for weeks and months and end and you don't realize that you're actually just the reason i wasn't happy is because i wasn't actually following what mattered to me i was just sort of like doing what everybody else is doing because I felt like I was missing out and as a result like I would wake up on a Sunday or Monday and be like like 
I spent a lot of money there and I got blocked and it didn't really do me any good. And now I'm raging because my training's going to be off for the week. My dad's a bit fucked and it didn't really matter to me. And like, it, it actually left me in a really, it, I could always tell because I could always feel like on the Monday, like it just felt wrong. And I think like that, that long-term sort of pain then fucking fucks with your head. Yeah, fucking sure. It's, and if you're in a, it depends where you are as well mentally, you know, where your mindset is. I see yep. a lot of, especially there when the students were back, uh, like going on banders, you know, going out for nights, drinking the next day, and then for four or five days being fucking like literally in the pits, being down, being depressed as fuck. And you can tell these people shouldn't be drinking. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing because it's not the, it's not, it's definitely not good for their mental health. The highest, the highest, and the lowest of the lows, you know. That's where the problems start to lie, but this is a total, a total different thing. You know, that's like using substance to co- to mass, mass different stuff. But then again, it is a, is a type of pain. I'm, I'm sure people would say. But yeah, yeah. it's a. Uh, I've never just been. I've never been one for. I don't know. I, I'm kind of weird. Where, like, I was just trying to think the other day. When was the last time I drank alcohol? But I'm not trying not to drink alcohol. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like all just... my mates are like, I'm fucking dying for a beer, and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm actually dying for a beer, but I didn't realize I was dying for a beer. And then you think back, going, I haven't drunk in six weeks. Yeah, but I haven't been trying. But also, I know some of my friends that are like, I'm sick of drinking in the house, and you're like, oh, well, what? What do you mean? They're like, oh, well, you know, you get a five or six beers every weekend. You're just like, fuck, I would never even think of doing that. Yeah, that that's very normal, though. Like, that's just yeah. you, how you and me align. Like, I would be like that too, but. I would have a glass of red or two every what second or third weekend. It just depends. Like you're laughing there, like, but I, I I'm not a massive fan of beers. I feel like a fat I, after them. I can't. I don't. I can't drink beer. I like drink beer. I'm fighting. You were trying to eat glass of red. We'd glass of nope. I actually said the other day to someone, I'd love to be a. I'd a love to be a wine drinker. Love to yeah, be a wine look, drinker. Can't. You look like a hard cunt, do you? Do you? <laughs> no, you don't. Do you fucking wines? You drinking out of the bottles? Oh, do you do? You sit up fucking watching. The best bits of Bake Off. Watching Google Box from a man with a glass of fucking Google not box. even red rose. Google Box, Google Box. Oh, so, sorry, Google Box, Google Box. <laughs> <laughs> it's too early. I can't even fucking think. Uh, no, I think uh, Google Box. <laughs> Google Box. Fuck me. That's like someone. That's like someone like a you. You're my dad, kind of. Stick on that how, uh, that, Google Docs there. That's how. That's how rare I watch tally. I watched. I watched. That is it. I didn't even watch it last night. My ones, but that, that'd be literally how much I would flick on the tally. And I, if even maybe that. I'd, like a fuck. You're not watching the jungle or any of that shit, are you? I uh, watched the first two episodes and that was enough. No, like I don't see something where you have to commit every night at nine bells. That's the, like it's tight going for bake off once a week. I'm not getting committed to the jungle. Like, um, I just can't have Mo Far about me. Could you? Could you do? Could, no, do you not like the Mobot? No, the Mobot you, you, is a cheating. See a build? He's a cheat. Uh, close enough. Like I'm a bit better. But skin colors a wee bit fucking darker. I am. But his hair's better too. <laughs> I know. It's better. I get my hair cut today. Um, he's also a drug cheat. Um, I'd like to put that on on record. That uh, <laughs> he's a drug cheat. Could you? Uh, let's quickly moving on. Could you? Could you do the the jungle? Like, easy. Could you, easy. Could you, could you do trials like with easy. spiders and, and the snakes? only thing I would have problem with is eating eyeballs. 
Why have you tried that before? <laughs> no, but I was in uh, in a foreign country once, and a, a friend done it, and the the shit that came out of the eyeball would scar me for death because it popped when he put it in his mouth. I've heard, yeah, seen that. And, and that's so you you think you'd struggle at the eating? I think I'd struggle the rest. I think the eating no. is the one I could do. See, if you, I can get my mind in a place where they're never going to put anything in the tank with me that could kill me, so therefore it can't kill me. I'll be okay. There you go. No way. See, see if you put like a load of spiders on me, mate. I would, li- I would shit myself on live telly, like full on empty the bowels. Like there's yeah, no. you'd be grand, mate. Do you know I am a squealer when there's spiders. Like, like, like do you know what? Like the way people go, oh, that's the last. She's a squealer. Like I mean, that's the last. Ampli- she's a squealer. <laughs> I, I, I amplify that by fucking thirty. Whenever there's a spider in my house, because I remember, but and I'll forget this. But two years ago, my sister moved out of the house. Moved three. And I mean, this motherfucker crawled out from underneath uh, the sofa and went from one sofa to the other, and it came crawling underneath mine. And I squealed just on just on reaction. And my dad came downstairs and was like, "Where is she? Where is she? Where is she?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Where's Shauna?" And I was like, "No, that that that, that was me." Oh, and totally it, brutal, mate. It was fucking. But it's just one of them things where it's like a reaction. But do you know what? Like rats and rats and snakes and all. I'd be sweet with. Like I've I've had all that. Room. It's just. Do you know what it is? I don't like things that you can barely feel a spider on you. Do you ever get like a spider on your leg and it's crawling up here or something? You can barely no. notice it. I just don't like that. I've never had a spider on my leg that I've not noticed. Joe, like that's happened to me before. You're like, like I've been lying, moving the ground, something like crawl. No, mate, I could, I don't, I don't think I could do it. I could do the eating challenge, just no sweat. That wouldn't even phase me. I don't. Uh, the eating challenge, except for I could do testicles, balls. That's what you're doing them weekly anyway. Uh, no. That's my Friday night. <laughs> <Cha-ching>. <laughs> I, I can't. I couldn't do the eyeballs. Uh, anything else would be grand. Um, I probably just couldn't put up with other camp people. It'd be good to do after Bake Off, maybe a wee... Uh, Get up the morns. <laughs> Start <was> eating <laughs> fucking... <laughs> We'd have to ring Mountain Rescue for fuck's sake. Get up the morns, start eating. You can eat fast food. It'll be fucking weird enough for you. Uh, and Tony's going to try McDonald's chicken nuggets here. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? Uh, get away from me. Sweating it all. <laughs> um, we actually have a heap of questions in here. Um, let's see. Some of them are just taking the piss, but uh, we have a boy, N- Niall McGurk. Is he one of your boys? Um, best tips for handling he's gonna nerves. Be on my, he's gonna be on my. He's probably on my Instagram. He's he's not a client, if that's what you mean. Best tips for handling nerves and stress heading into uni exam season. Just call it quits, mate. Uh, that's <laughs> join the fire hey. service. Quit from the fire service, and then join. Uh, just be an online PD. That's that's my motto. Uh, in terms of stress for exams, do you know what I actually? I don't know. This always sort of relates to me. Like the first thing I would say is, see if you're studying for exams. Yep. Watch the caffeine intake. I find that too much of it actually exactly. it fucks you over, and oh, wow. especially going into exams. Make sure that you have. I know this sounds so fucking odd, but like people tend to almost overdose on caffeine coming into the exam to get like real focus. But you can you can almost take too much, and I find that if you're taking like say two or three cups a day, keep that consistent. Don't just start loading up or taking away the exam day because you're actually you're changing your routine. You, know, you wouldn't change your routine for training for anything else. Yeah. In terms of stress load. Usually, what I find with people, this is this is me. Like this is you can lean in now in a minute, but a case of what I usually find with studying is that people are doing trying to do too much too quick. 
yeah and it's down to time management so like if you're not and you're going to hate this if you're not planning your day around when you're studying when you actually get a fucking break so like you might be like look i'm going to study from nine to five yeah but are you planning when you're studying when you get a break when you get a game of call of duty when you get a fucking bite to eat otherwise you end up trying to do like three hours with no break end up on your phone whereas if you go right if I do 40 minutes here, hard as fuck, I'm going to take 20 minutes off and I can just relax. I can play a game of COD. I can have a bite to eat. I can take a walk. And if you do, I find 40 on, 20 off. What is that? It's not Tabata. There's a certain name for that. Or it's 20 on, 20 off. I think it's 40 on, 20 off. Or you can do 45, 15. Yeah. It, it, it's usually over the hour mark. But you'll notice that. Like, you might even get away with, like, for the first block. Like, I do this with checking. So, like, the first block i'll do about an hour and a half maybe two hours right yeah and then every other block after that is 30 to 45 minutes i just i cannot do any longer if i do it starts to go to dog shit and you're just wasting your own time then yeah yeah i I agree the other part is if you know you have exams coming up in say march or whatever dick as tony says don't leave it last minute start preparing the more you're prepared the easier exams going to be no did i use that wisdom that i've just passed over no I never fucking done any of that shit, but I realized years later that if you prepare, it'll be a lot easier. And that's the simplicity of it. The other point you could do is double drop loads of Adderall the whole way through, Fuck. and then just up your dosage till you're at breaking point, and then hopefully you make it. Only joking. Don't, do it. don't take don't take Adderall, little fucking. <laughs> no way addiction anybody that doesn't know what Adderall is it's like you ever hear people talk about armadafinil or modafinil it's, like it's like a study drug they would take in the states but like I think sooner you look at like Too expensive, it's like it? time management stress with, with actual stress it's easy for people to say not yeah. to stress but what I usually find is that if you write down what you're worrying about in paper it usually helps like brain dumping for five minutes and then on top yeah. of that I know you haven't got tons and tons of time but if you're if your sleep's off your productivity's going to be off that's going to affect it and I also caffeine affects small your things, sleep like, too so. yeah, yes no 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 completely like we small things like what's the worst case like I always do what's worst case and best case scenario for where you're at like no matter if I'm launching a business no matter if I'm launching if I'm studying for a test worst, worst case scenario you repeat who yeah. gives a fuck best yeah. case scenario you pass you're not gonna die nothing's gonna go wrong you're not gonna go homeless it's a first world problem and it's one of these things where you have to really drill it back and yourself it's like if i went down and searched my coffee machine broke and i was like oh my god you know and you're cracking up and you're that is not really a problem no it is a problem but you know what i mean like it's not a real oh, fucking, it's not it's not it's not a life relative. changing issue it's relative it's, it's a relative problem yeah, 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 yeah you you getting round up about that is, is oh yeah it's just yeah, yeah it's, it's relative to your situation which makes sense but you just have to put perspective on that so studying wise stress wise stress wise write down best worst get a get a general daily planner yeah. weekly planner put in downtime off time and then also try and get some stress management techniques like take time away from studying and make sure you've got a day away from it completely yeah other thing is try to limit your nights out i know it sounds stupid but yeah, a night's out fact. a night's out actually the night out isn't the issue it's the day after so it's the days I think. Uh, well, in. yeah, the days after, yeah, it's 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 the knock-on effect, and I know it sounds stupid. It's not actually that hard to limit your nights out at the minute. So probably this this time, fucking, if, no, I said this before. This year is when everybody should be actually smashing exams out because there's not that many distractions about. <laughs> what the fuck else are you gonna do right now? Yeah, I, the gyms are closing. No, you're fucking flying. Okay, more questions. Uh, from Aaron, favorite throne person. That'll be me. I'm my own favorite Tron person. 
Um, <laughs> from another person, Macaulay, have yourself and Tony met up in person yet for the first time? Nope, still haven't met him. Nope, that's so strange. Actually, <laughs> that's that so weird. One. People can't get people can't get their head around that one. But yeah, nearly met once at uh, Sean's MMA fight, but uh, you had to shoot on early, and so did I. Yeah, but you weren't. You, were you there? Yeah, yeah. Um, the one at uh, Shaw's Bridge. Did you see me? No. No, no. I didn't see you. Either. No, no, I didn't no. know you were there. I came in literally. This is how bad we were late. <laughs> we came in when the when the fucking ref got the two. You know, when just just the bell went to start the fight, we barely got in the seat. By the time it was fucking over. Oh fuck me! I swear to God, because we had to walk, get everybody out of the way to get into the middle row. <laughs> like that's alright well fuck well you know we haven't met we're gonna meet in person anyway it'll probably be like a big sex fest or oh, something no. <laughs> uh, we have because we're gonna try to do a few podcasts live well, not live but recording video wise in person but it, do you know what it is for anybody wondering it's, see like a podcast is probably what 30 20 30 minutes chat beforehand an yeah. hour then Mickey also has to edit it like I do very little like I'm useless as fuck and he makes the graphics and all so for anybody wanting to know I just show up and talk shit and it's one of these things where it we're both busy too so it, yeah it, like a, an hour for me to go to belfast an hour back so you're adding in an extra two three hours of food and all you're having to bring meals it's, it's trying to make something sustainable if we do too many in person we'll fucking shoot ourselves do you know what yeah because I mean? we used to do a few um we used to back up some so we used to have a few in like in the backup in case we missed out but then we found that we couldn't we, be topical. We used them because we were lazy as fuck. Uh, but we couldn't be topical either because then we were missing things. So if we were talking about someone, we were talking about it two weeks late. And then it sounded a wee bit weird that we say, for instance, the way the gyms are going into lockdown now, we may have been talking about this two weeks' time going, oh, what about the fucking gyms going into lockdown? People are like, what the fuck are these two boys on? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this happened exactly. weeks ago. So it's better probably to try to, like, that's hence why we do it stupidly early in the morning. Because of Yuri Internet and because of uh, it's the only time that we're literally free because people haven't really woke up on a Saturday morning yet to start torturing, but they normally do in the next 10, 15 minutes. Shows you though as well, like this is building me and you, but like you have to, the short term pain there, like is yeah. me and you have to do this weekly. The long term pleasure of this is that it does build an audience that's listening to what yeah. you say. If you go to, like if, if I go to sell a product, you go to, you go to like do a night. Joe, you're doing anything. Like people are more inclined to purchase. They're more inclined to listen to you. You're more, you're more, yeah. Joe, spare to spare influence to an extent. So it is that long term pleasure there. Whereas this is a fucking. I'm gonna be honest. I'm sure loads of people that run podcasts don't say this, but actually, I'm sure for you as well because I'm probably more of a nightmare than you are to be honest. But it does actually. You're like fuck. I'm gonna go away, and then you're like shit. I have a podcast. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like having a dog. That's what it reminds me of. You know. <laughs> You have to go, fuck, somebody needs to mind the dog. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. Because like, I was away for that week, and I was like, mate, I can't, I can't even get it done. You're like, fuck, I have to walk the dog myself this week. And I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, and then the week I was away, Conliff jumped on. But that's good that we have someone like Conliff that can do that, and also other people um, that can jump on and, and, and steady the ship. Tiernan Hannah has a wee... Uh, it's not really a question, it's more for you. Someone said Tony looks like Gavin Malone if he... Went to the gym and now I can't unsee it. Gavin Malone is in like the the boy who runs for <laughs> for like yeah. Wait, there I'll show you a picture. This boy it has to be him, is it? This, this is a man. <laughs> <laughs> 
hilarious. <laughs> Do you know Tiernan and Hannah? Yeah, this is hilarious. Oh, I'm trying to get a picture. What is Gavin Malone? So Gavin Malone, he, he's like a like a political, you know, like I'm not. I don't know. I don't think he runs for Sinn Fein. I'm not. I'm the wrong person to ask this, but like. There was something happening in Nuri and he stood up and said it and I think then he got like elected as like a local Joe council. He's, a, he's an independent. Yeah, he's in the, that's it, he's independent. But you know what? He's a lovely fella. I used oh, to work in the pool. Here. Oh <laughs> swipe. I don't think I look like him to be honest. There you are. Oh my god, that one of Jesus. Uh, that's hilarious, mate. Screenshot that the fuck. Be honest, like give me a brute, like give me a. I want you not to wind me up. Tony, totally, that's you, like that's that. you in fifteen years. No, it's not. Fifteen or twenty. Do you see the one where you swipe over? Like, oh fuck, he's got he's just picture him in the fire engine. Or... That's hey. you in fifteen or twenty years, Tony. That is what <laughs> swole as fuck. Uh, you'll be a swole, Gavin Malone. <laughs> Thank fuck for the gym. I can't believe you never. Well, you wouldn't, Jolene. Uh, that's not wise. I would chat away to him. He's a lovely fella. But if the, you know what? That's fucking not wise. Whoever put that in tear, go fuck yourself. Someone told him, so it must be the chat of the town. Yeah, it must be General Crack. The only other person I've ever got told it looked like. Uh, well, actually, no, I've got a couple. I've got a couple of midget ones, but I got told before when I was younger and I didn't look 45. I used to look like Scotty Tane. That was it. Scotty Tane. Never. Just away from Jordy Shore. The uh, big you forehead. look nothing like him, hey? Good, exactly, and this is the he's also thing. very tall. He's like seven foot. People used to be like, "Oh, you're this little bro." I was like, "That was fucking not funny." Uh, but <laughs> the amount I've aged, I probably do look like him now. Yeah, have aged. You've aged well over the last few months. I forgot to tell you. Lockdown. Well, thanks. Bags all the days. <laughs> you need to get that sleep sorted. Um, here's another one. Ben Bradshaw. Yes. Most important steps when growing a business and social media presence. That's a good question. Oh fuck! You're right, <clears throat> you lean in here first, and then I'll lean in that because that's a cracker. Uh, most important steps for me growing a business is to believe believe in the product. Number one, if you don't believe in the product, you're fucked from the start. Um, yeah, if you can't if you can't sell, yeah, if you can't you can't sell what you don't believe in. Yeah. So the way I always think, if you get an idea for a business, let let it sit. Don't rush it. Let it sit. Think about it. Keep going back to it. Think about it. And if you can't find any issues. Or any reasons why this won't work, then you go balls to the wall in it. If you do start finding issues, you start finding, you know, solving them problems. If it's one of them ones where you're looking, I don't know if this is ready for market, then the chances are getting slimmer. But if you still believe in the product wholeheartedly, you'll get behind it. Because the last thing you want to do is invest massive amount of money, bring a product to market. Depends on what it is. Doesn't matter what it is. Say for instance, like Tony's working on this. Uh, the mindset thing right um you bring it to market and then it doesn't really at the start happen for you it's so easy for you to go fuck it move on to the next one rather than go no you know what i'm gonna persevere with this and push on that's the one thing i always believe in if i you know anything that i ever do if it's my growth product or my growth program or whatever is I 100% believe in it. I believe in how it helps people. So even if on launch day it doesn't do the best, it doesn't get the amount of people to sign up for it that I want to sign up for it, I believe, I yeah. still believe in it and it'll keep going and keep doing it. But it's so easy to get disheartened because something you've put your, your heart and soul into and people don't respond to it. 
So that's why I always say belief is always number one. Social media presence is more important than any words anybody can ever tell you. You know that it's it's the sad reality of it um, that you need to be on social media. You need to have a good presence on social media. That's just it. You know, um, unless of course it's a niche product that's a word of mouth thing, or it's a niche product that's a localized thing. So say if you're opening a coffee shop in Uri and your most of your people are coming from footfall from the town you don't need people in Dungannon knowing about the coffee shop it's good if they do because it's brand awareness but you don't stupid as fuck otherwise like why would you do facebook ads if you own a coffee shop that's localized exactly exactly it's good for yeah it's good for brand awareness but it's not going to help your fucking trade in the long run unless of course you want open ones in different areas so you have to you have to think about where who is number one who is your target market where are your target market? What does your target market like and dislike? They're the sort of things yeah. you think about right at the start, and that helps you. That help that also because that's your 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 plan. That helps you kneel down. Is this plan? Is this business actually viable? Yeah, like you need to dial into like your 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 target audiences wants, fears, desires, and. Joe, what they don't, what they, what they do like, what they don't like, what they really, really want their their loves and dreams, yeah. and what their what their like hatreds are, like their worst thing. And like, do you fall into any of them? Because otherwise, <laughs> I think like the target audience is, is on the money, and I think the belief is something that I, <clears throat> I'm definitely in. Like, I always I always love that idea that it's like, are you launching a business for money? Or are you launching it for your to try and solve a problem? Because yeah. if you're launching it for money, I think that's when people see for you. Because yeah, like I didn't start off charging like a decent wage for coaching. I started off charging for I started off for free. Start off for ten or start start off for free five or a week, ten or a week, fifteen. I think I went eighteen, twenty, twenty two, twenty five over like four years. But the thing is. I gradually increased because it got better, but the only reason I actually priced increased, and this is still the same reason why I price increase increased today. It's not because I'm like, yes, I need more money. It's because there's too many people wanting on, and the only way I can weather people out to who is serious yeah. is by coin, and that's it. Yeah, that's not, you told not, me that as well when I was pricing my program. If you if you if you, if supply outweighs is it if demand outweighs supply, yeah. price has to increase. It's the same as gold. It's the same as that <laughs> because there's only one of me. So if I have ten programs. 10 spaces I would love to give it to the people that are most dedicated the ones who want it most but the thing is it's it's too hard for me to weather that out and usually the, the price is reflective of what people think of value in terms of belief that like that whole idea of price like we got another like if if you weren't going to get paid for this would you still do it that's yeah. a big big question yeah, yeah. like if, if I'm doing headstrong with Conliff and I agree like we don't have best case and a worst case scenario and my worst case scenario was that one person buys the course and gets value from it. And as long as that happens, yeah. I am still happy. So if one person buys a message me and goes, I got a lot from that, I actually feel my family life's better. Yeah. I don't give a fuck because I, I, yes, I maybe lost a couple thousand putting time in it, but that helped that one person and that could really change his life for the better. And that's what my mission is. But I think yeah. you have to get really clear on, your values because your values overline everything we're doing this and i had strong course this is not a plug but like if you cannot if you don't know what you stand for if you don't know what you really value in life like what is your main values is it family is it freedom is it impact your main why behind it if you don't know your reason for start the business rather than i want to make money joe yeah. 
it's, it's, I'm not saying that's the reason you're doing it. It's a case of that. I think a lot of people are getting into online coaching from from my angle now, and they're going to be, I want to be an online coach because they see me charging X, Y, and Z. But I'm like, four years I worked Sunday mornings, and 90%, if not more, of online coaches never will be my price. Like, never. No. They'll never they'll never earn the same. And that's, that's being being honest. It's not because I'm some magical guru. It's just because one, they usually don't do online as, as, as heavy. They don't invest as much. That leads like me on to the next point is like if you if you could do it and you wouldn't get paid for it if you full belief like Mickey said if you're dialing your target audience there's three and like I'm trying to like sort of lead into like the other ones like if if you, if you do, obviously if you couldn't get paid for it you would still do it but I think it's that whole idea I'm trying not to get fucking caught up in my words but do you have anything to lean in here there's a fourth one I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to this because it's one of these things where I'm fucking getting lost in my own words um yeah well it's like. So get anything else is, you know, what the reasons you're getting into the business, as you said, if it's money, if it's, if it's totally driven by money, it's you're going to have a bad month and you're going to lose, you're going to get disheartened. You know, you can't expect to straight up. Now, the lucky people do, but you can't expect to straight off the bat open a business and all of a sudden just start raking in coin, raking in coin. That's that's the reason why a lot of people don't don't ever succeed, because they set themselves these lofty fucking figures I need to hit this week one, this week two, this week three I need to be taking home this amount of money because of my day job I used to earn this money you have to be fully 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 aware that you're probably not going to make money at the start you, know, you have to return your investments you have to return everything well, first first year of business, you're supposed to actually lose money. Second year, supposed to break even, yeah. and then third year, supposed to make profit. So, that like that's actually the way business is supposed to run. So, you need to be in a financially secure place. And I think I don't want to dive in too much in the business front because I feel like there's so much to cover in that. But yeah, the social media presence. I think this is something like you you covered there. If you're a localized business like a coffee shop, you don't actually need like. If, if you only need 50 customers and then 50 customers are loyal to follow you to get a good service they ain't leaving you you don't need yeah. 10,000 Instagram followers like if, if you're if you're you know I mean? Whereas if you're selling an online product you're looking something down that line of coaching or something for example yeah. yes if you're online a social media presence helps but if you're looking to grow that I'm going to be honest number one in my eyes is you need to be yourself I think a lot of people put on a persona or start to act like a hard fucker on social media when they're not in person like I'm not a hard fucker on, on social media. I'm a joker yeah. and I'll say stuff. But like, if I, I would say stuff like that all the time. Like, oh, I'll run for fucking, like, somebody could slag me and say, oh, you should run for fucking DUP, DUP Sinn Féin. You should be the next fucking Arlene or fucking Michelle. Yeah. And I'd be laughing and be like, yeah, absolutely. I'll fucking run for it. No sweat. I'll be outside the gym fighting people up sticks. Yeah. I say shit like all the time. And it's a case of, I think if you are yourself on social media, like, I always done this, like, I remember around the start of the first lockdown, I put up a video and it was me getting quite emotional talking about like if a family member member quite like was close and you're quite ill. Yeah. And I started getting like teary eyed and I took the video and it was the first take and I was like, fuck, I don't know if I should put this up. I'm a wee bit emotional in this. And then the first thing when I was chatting about with a person at the time and they were like, that's you down to a T. Like you're very emotional. Like I am, yeah. I'm very, if I'm angry, I am like fucking fire. If I'm sad, I am down the dumps. Like it's a case of like, like if, if I'm starting to cry about something, I will be a fucking mess. But the thing is, that's why I put that up because I was like, that's me. And I think you need to lean into you. Like I know a lad and he is the most, and this is, this, he knows this too. He is the most, he said this whenever I seen his ads and he said that his actual target ad is to be that boring. It's funny because he said he does 
nothing. All he does is makes cups of tea, watch Italian make banners. And he makes six, he's a six digit banner company, you know, for LinkedIn. Yeah. And his ad is literally him boiling the kettle. That's it going. If you want a banner, just, just let me know, mate. That's literally it. But yeah. the thing is, that's him, mate. It, people know that he's not putting on a persona. It's real and he's made a big business out of that. And I think being yourself is key. There's so many people like watching what others do rather than focusing on the next price. You ever see that thing like winners focus on winning, yeah. losers focus on winners? Like that's that's key. And I think you have to really lean into yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, even there when you someone you said just kind of resonated with what we're doing here. When we were talking about this podcast, we actually said we that we're not doing this for massive amount of listeners. We're doing this for people to listen and you know, yeah, yep. it's good. It's Having fun again. Have a good time, have an escape, but maybe slightly, sometime might actually learn something or might make a difference. And the more and more we get texts from people saying, "Oh." Every Monday, always first thing on in the gym. Look forward to it. You know, it's so funny. Um, actually, this like the last one about the the guru one or the self help books. A lot of people actually text about it and uh, tag me and stuff about Jay Shetty being called out for plagiarism. And a lot of ones kind of looked into kind of the people they were reading and going, "Oh fuck, maybe maybe I shouldn't be reading this sort of book, and I should be more yeah. looking at this sort of thing." And it, it, that's the sort of stuff. That's the reason we kind of do this. Like, as Tony said, like it's it's not easy all the time to set aside an hour and a bit every fucking Friday morning or Saturday morning, and then I would spend say an hour on a Sunday night do the graphic and edit it. Even though there's, see, to be honest, there's very little added, and we just keep still, it. All, it's still time. Though, it's still time, time. Yeah, and then it's easy. Like, uh, and we we would do it because we like to do it. The day that we fucking like we said to ourselves we're never missing a week. We're not missing a week. And it's kinda good that we think we're up to episode thirty six now. This will be episode thirty six. And mm. like it's mad to think that we've been doing this for thirty three weeks maybe because we've done two a week for three weeks. Um Yeah. So it's mad to think that this is where where it's at now and thankfully like people are uh people are enjoying it. We hopefully enjoying it. And they're you getting some you know, but if we started hating this and we weren't enjoying it we couldn't do it like i physically would not on my day off want to get up out of my bed at half eight on a saturday morning like you wouldn't yeah. want to do it like if anything this is costing us money because if you take our hourly rate yeah oh yeah you take how much you, you would get paid nor me like over the space of 36 you're you're talking this has probably cost us thousands to do yeah like, and that's me being straight even though it's just us with mics like you're talking about mics headphones there's initial yeah. investment and then like fair enough down the line like if it goes really well you might make some money back but it's probably from other ventures, not even this. This is like a, as you said, it's it's if you're not if you're not willing to do it when you're not getting paid, see when shit hits the fan, you you're gonna cave. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's the thing. And then as as we said about the social media thing, if your target market needs you to be on social media, you have to be on it. You have to have some sort of a presence anyway. But if like your tar- if your target market needs it, you need it. But don't don't put all your eggs in the one basket. Don't believe that if you have a real cool, flashy Instagram, you're definitely going to succeed. Because the end of the day, it, it's it's all about people buying your product. People have to believe in your product, but it has to start with you believing in it. I have twelve point five thousand now, right? I only need thirty people. Yeah, yeah. 
Joe, like, why why do you need following? That's the first thing I would say. Like, or is it just because everybody thinks that the more you have, the better? Like, yes, don't get me wrong, it's more people to see, but your algorithm actually gets fucked if you have loads of followers yeah. that don't interact. So, like, yeah. if you if I had twelve thousand followers that I got from a competition, and none of them like my stuff, they they don't like it, they don't even really watch it. I get actually dicked over more because yeah. you get put into like a, a like when Instagram sees your stuff, the first ten people that like it comment or or like how long they start it depends where it goes so the yeah. longer they stare the more they like the more they come it gets put down a good route whereas if the first 10 people don't even know you because you've magically wheeled them in with a competition it can actually mean that your content doesn't get seen yeah. uh, I think with like that it sort of comes down to like I know Pete I know a coach and he's got he's got about four and a half thousand followers which is not bad it's solid and he probably makes about triple what I make in a month yeah, and I mean, so Joe, sure, Joe, yeah. not to do that so it's a case of it's a case of like it don't think that following just because it's new is what you need. Look at the business model. Yeah. Look at how you're going to get it. And then if you are business versus like, for example, we are move versus us versus me. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a person. I'm trying to grow me. We are move does not have a front man. It's like Nike. Yeah. Like, are you a coffee shop? Do you need to be front of person? Do you need to be a coffee shop? Like what way does your content need to go? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Content is key when you, when you're looking at that route, social media ways, um, you can either go if you're the brand like Tony, I guess like people might look at Tony's videos and go, "Fuck, I hate him." You know, he's so small, his legs are tiny. But <laughs> Tony is the brand. There's a reason he's in front of the camera. You know, there's a and see to be honest, like I've said this before, I should be doing more of what Tony's doing people because people. because I am my brand. But I don't do it. I don't know why I don't do it. I keep saying I'm going to start doing it, and that's why. No, it's not confidence. I don't think it's just. Uh, I would end up having to do a million takes because it would always be like, I don't like this part, I don't like that part, I don't like this. Instead of having yeah, the, the fucking I just mentality. Do one yeah. Yeah, I, I just do one. T- if I'm doing a story with my ones, yeah. QAs, it's, it's one take. The only reason I'll retake a video is if like a fucking cough in the middle of it or yeah. somebody says something in the background that you know he's supposed to hear that. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to start doing it. It's just. I don't. It's just. I, yeah. Um. Like, for even there, going back years, before James Smith was James Smith, I used to watch his videos and go, "They're so simple. The camera's so close. I can see the fucking nasals, nasal hairs." And you're like, yeah. "It's on flattering." And he's sitting there in his dreary voice, going, "Yeah." And then I just said, "Fucking eat less." Duh, duh, duh. And you're just like, "How the fuck is this man amassed so many followers?" And then you're like. He's just being kind of normal, and himself. Yeah, people. People. I think people are sick of this like fake sense of like everybody's got it together. Like if yeah, that's why. Like when I, I come on, I'd be like, oh Jesus, like I'm like this X Y and Z. It's happened. Like I think that being real is worth more today. But then there's people that are putting up like oh you know before and after like not before and after, but they're putting up them ones where like they're almost trying to be real. You know where like they were like saggy, like they've got a saggy arse on the left and a tight arse on the right, and be like transformation in three minutes and they'll be like please be real like that's not what real is to me like yeah it's show it's talk show me your family show me your dog show me you come yeah. on and talk about what you're really thinking about like is your head fucked is it in a good spot that's what i want like i want emotion for me that's what buys in people because everybody in the world is trying to let on like they've got it together and nobody has a fucking ball no, definitely at the moment nobody's got it together like not, not a, a not a person when lockdown happened, I had all the plans waiting for all my clients and like everything. And I was still going, sweet mother of Christ. 
There's Aye. fucking mountains to do here. Holy sweet fuck. And I had everything ready for like my clients. I've had it ready months and I was still like, fuck, 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 fuck. And then there'll be coaches that put up and go, look, your coach needs to have all this ready. I had it all ready and I was still going, sweet mother of Christ. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's, uh, be the brand. Tony is his brand. That's one thing I think anybody that looks at Tony's social media or just even knows him in general that knows he is the brand he's a living breathing fucking brand <laughs> like it's not there's no like as soon as the camera's off it's ah fuck I'm not eating that chicken and rice fuck that shit I'm not eating these 24 yeah. eggs a day the man is eating uh-huh. <laughs> the man it's not he's not putting it up for likes he's suppose, putting it up uh, to show suppose, you yeah cause yeah. cause I've done that for years then I just started videoing it like yeah. do you know what I mean like that's yeah. as you said that is who I am and then I think just cause you stick a camera and people be interested like you'd be surprised what people are interested in oh yeah the people are interested in the most that. boring yeah. mundane stuff say if you like even even your Q&A's you'd notice the questions are always the same th- they're not the same thing but they're the same type of question yes. like what do you think of cardio in a cut yeah and like and you go, you're not a big advocate of that much cardio, and you get some coaches to be like, oh well, they're trying to keep everybody happy and going, oh yeah, like cardio has its place in every program and do do do, because they're trying to branch out. Whereas you go, nah, I don't do it, but if you need to do it or whatever, a lot of people as you, you have your market, you have your, you have your, you know, methodology of training. I see a lot of coaches out there that are trying to like have everybody like they want all different types yes. of people then you're like, like what are you doing man like you're fucking you have these people doing 12 week physique and then you have these people doing this and the, like you're putting out this content that makes no sense to either of them you're just like can I get a hashtag I'm in in the fucking comment section and then I'll DM you to get you on board for online coaching you're just like mate you're a fucking walloper you're yeah, you're, you're getting you're trying to like there's one boy I'm not going to say his name because he annoys me too much but he's, he's, a, he's a client of your coach not your coach your mentor so he's in yeah he's in Phil's groups and he's putting up these posts like give me a hashtag I'm in and I'll DM you but all the hashtags I'm in are all PTs so I'm like he's in a growth group here so yes. he's putting in his link and they're hitting in so you're like so there's that PT there's this PT there's this PT I'm in I'm in I'm in brother I'm in I'm in you're just like hold on a second what the fuck is going on here? Like, you, you, I don't know. I just think I look at it and go, "This is absolutely stupid." What you're doing, and you're making yourself look stupid. Um, yeah, I, people. That's that's thinking people are stupid, and I think that's a that's a fucking like I, the first thing I always say is like, "There's chat about that in Phil, like Phil's group too." Like, it's like, "Oh, Joe, put up a call to action and ask like DM me if you want information as coaching." Like, the first thing I I always say is, "You in in." In about two years, or not two years, I would say more than that. I put up a call out for the academy for females I hit the first time. Yeah. Just because people didn't know I was doing it. That was just because it was launching a new product. You yeah. will not put see me put up on Instagram going, DM me for coaching. Like, you know I'm a coach. If you want coaching, great. Yeah. See, if you don't want coaching, I don't give two fucks because I'm not going to pollute you. Like, it's like somebody going to you, like, look, when you're in a shop, Look, do you want this tin of coke? And you'd be like, I can fucking see the tin of coke. I don't need you fucking shoving it in my face. And then go, DM me the word coke, and I'll get you a tin. Aye. Fuck off. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, like it's it's one of these things where 
it to me it comes across as money hungry. It comes across you're not busy and you just want more and more and more people. Like I I don't I don't have room for like if I put that up and I got fifty messages, I would have a fucking meltdown. But they also have to reply to fifty messages, or they're technically fifty people. They're gonna go to ta- tell another fifty people and go that boy's a fucking dickhead. He never fucking replied to me. And you might be launching a product that's totally different and targeting different people, and they'll go oh fuck nah because that fucking asshole doesn't get back to you in DMs. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like my, like, I had, I had this conversation with, like, a couple of people, and, like, they were like, like, what's the best way for me to get clients? And the first thing I always say is, results. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, sure. what, what what do you think people are paying for here? They're not paying for you to give them shit, talk about calories. If you, if you, if you're a window cleaner shows you a clean window, this is what I do, right? Happy days. If he shows you a shite, ugly window and goes, that's what I do, but here, let me give you the spiel here and talking about what products I use. I don't give a fuck what products you use. Look at the steal that window. It's the same as like when I see a before and after and I'm like, mate, which one's the before, which one's the after here? That's Aye. a fucking disgrace. That person paid you money for that. Like, that's metal. And it's one of these things where like, that's why you'll get a load of coaches like I don't do them doing calls now. Like that's a sales call. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like you're getting on that call to be closed. Like you're not getting on that call to discover your your next steps. You're getting on that call so you can give over your bank details whenever he's got you on the by the balls, got the by the goodies. Like yeah. I I don't do sales calls, and it's not because I'm like oh I don't need. It's because you don't want to you you don't want to sell it to them. You want them to want it from you. Bingo! If you yeah. want my if you want my coaching, you will wait for a reply for three four days. I'll reply to you and we'll get the ball rolling. And see if you don't want in, that suits me just as good. And that's not me yeah. being cheeky. It's a case of you don't want enough. Like I remember writing to my coach. It took him two and a half weeks to get back to me for the first email. I didn't go go fuck yourself. I saw it like right. He's busy. He's actually good. Whereas I always take this analogy. Like I always say this to people that are like, oh, do you know, it's a bit of a wait. I'm like. If your coach can take you on next week, he's either giving you a template or he is not busy and shite. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. And also the thing that people probably don't know about your coaching and you, you've actually got rid of clients before because they didn't want it enough and then you were just wasting your time. Yeah, I don't, I don't like doing it, but yeah. like I've had, I've had clients where I'm just like, mate, like it's, it, it depends. Like the last one was a female. I just turned around and I goes, look, I'm going to be honest. It's been eight, eight or nine weeks. I usually talk about renewing clients around week like 12 or 16 yeah. and like you're going to stay on long term because majority do. And I was like, I'm going to be honest. It's it, I'm not even going to have that conversation. It's just not happening. I was like, your t- as soon as your time runs up, look, that's it. I was like, if you want to come back in six, 12 months and we can give it another stab, no bother. There's not a mission I'm coping with this for another three months. You are just like the money means fuck all. Joe, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the problem. Like, if you're if you're a coach and you're just taking on anybody and everybody, whatever they message you, then you're going to end up with a load of people that probably aren't really committed or don't really suit your coaching style. Like, like it's even people come to me like they know, as I said, like when we're going to the social media brand thing, you know, I am straightforward. I'm straight cut. Uh-huh. Like, if you're being a use, you're being a useless fucker. I'm going to tell you, you're <clears throat> you're a useless fucker and yeah. get the fucking work. Yeah. And people will be like, but, but but if you want it sugarcoated, go to somebody else and they'll watercoat it and you can pay them to be nice. You yeah. pay me to get you from A to B. Yeah. You need to lose weight, get in shape, and then also not gain it back and become where you were. Yeah. I'll do that. And I think it's that case of you, you like just like we were talking about social media, like your product should show everything for you. You don't need to do anything. Like people just see see what I do, see me talking and they know, right, that's what he does. Yeah. I don't need to tell you. It's just like you, like you know what you do. Yeah. Do you, know oh, right? yeah. you don't you don't have to go and tell people constantly. I think that shows what level of a coach or DJ or whatever you're at. Like it's it's like if an actor walks into a place like and starts telling people he's an actor, you know he's a shite actor. Aye, yeah. Oh, it's like, like vegans. 
Tom, yeah, exactly. Well, Tom Cruise walks in, Joe. You're not going to go fuck. He's not going to come in and go, well, I'm Tom Cruise. People know who the fuck he is. You yeah. know he's good. Yeah. Joe, and I think, I think that goes for anything like coffee shops, everything. When you drive by somewhere that's good, you go, yes, that's such and such. And I think that goes for everything. If you, it, sorry, I went a bit of a fucking rabbit hole here, but if somebody tells you to DM them, fucking tell them to suck your balls. Pretty much when they're asking you to DM them, that's starting the sales funnel process so then the next one was hey mate send me your number and we'll talk over a few things and then all of a sudden you're on a sales call and then you know they'll probably give you an intro price and then boom you're signed up well, like, and I, I had a last before and she said that she done a call with i'll not mention it, it's a last from dublin really well known done a couple of competitions and goes yeah look we'll get a call here thank you very much rang her it was a dude well this is the sales team as for the coach uh this is the sales team. It's it's Darren here, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of the call, he just kept on asking her how she felt in the bikini. She'll get trying to get like real pain out of her. Yeah. And the end, tried to quote her 2,000 euro for, I think it was 12 weeks. Jesus but, Christ. Yeah, I know when people call me fucking, do you know what I mean? But the thing is, the girl I know just was like, I had dead on good luck with that. But there's people that definitely get caught out there and oh, are oh, squirmy and they end up actually paying that when the when Joe like what the fuck like it's different if you're if you're paying me mentorship or something or you're it's, you know it's starting to go up to high price maybe like you're talking for like a year around that or something like but for three months coaching online just and you're not even talking to her so you're not even getting her for coaching like do you know what I mean that's all fucking that's Wolf Wall Street scam stuff like I entrepreneur stuff yeah true mental but anyway in closing guys DM Tony hashtag sign me DM. up yeah, DM me the word "take my money." Aye, not I want every listener. SP. I want every listener to DM no, Tony. Hashtag take my money. And, no, uh, no, 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 no. My DMs are fucking metal. Don't be hashtagging me that. No, day. do you? Take my oh. money, and he will pick someone at random and give you, tor- <laughs> give you a torrent of abuse. <laughs> no, don't be hashtagging me. Put in a QA or something. Don't be fucking <laughs> DMing me. I can't be coping with that. The messages are um, fucking bananas. Do it from eight o'clock on a Tuesday. As soon as bake off starts, head him with the DMs. DM me. Um, so yeah guys, cheers for tuning in as always. Monday. Have a great Monday. And uh keep sharing on social media. Keep hitting yeah, us please. up with more questions because uh, if this, these are the questions you want answered and hopefully we do answer them I know we go on a bit tangent there in your last boys but that's what you want that's what we want we love a rabbit hole we're, we're probably fucking we're the kings of rabbit holes at the minute but yeah cheers for all the support guys we're 36 episodes deep uh, we didn't think we'd get past four to be honest um, so yeah have a good week and we'll chat these next week <laughs>